the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. A reminder, the Bruce Hooley Show moves to an 11 a.m. start. Monday, August the 16th. That's this coming Monday. So today, tomorrow, Friday, and then Monday, August 16th, we commence a new schedule. Looking forward to it and appreciate being accommodated uh, by the Salem Media uh, authorities and the people here at 98.9. The answer. Uh, remember Amy Acton? She became famous for her motherly role as uh, the head of the Ohio Department of Health. She was succeeded then by Stephanie McLeod, who was as uh, missing in action as Amy Acton was out front. Stephanie McLeod barely made a headline during what is now a brief tenure as the head of the Ohio Department of Health. She has yielded her position to Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff. Uh, you see Dr. Vanderhoff on Mike DeWine's press conferences now. I hope that he uh, is not going to be another worrisome person in charge of the health department, but my tendency is to say that he will be, given what I've heard from Dr. Vanderhoff so far. Stephanie McLeod is returning to her former position as administrator for the Ohio Bureau of Workers' Compensation. So good luck to her. Uh, She did not inspire nearly as much vitriol as Amy Acton. And Dr. Vanderhoff, he seems like a nice guy. He's been with Ohio Health for a long time, and he's uh, now serving in a new role at state government. Also, congratulations go out to former Columbus Interim Division of Police Chief Michael Woods. Michael Woods is now going to take over the police department in Hilliard. He's got a nice smile on his face on this picture that I'm looking at, and why would he not? Because now, to my knowledge, they do not have a woke civilian review oversight board in the city of Hilliard. But they will have a very experienced officer heading their division of police. I would imagine this is catching the attention of many officers in the uh, Columbus Police Division. And they are saying, hmm, working for Chief Woods in Hilliard does not seem like such a bad landing spot. Take the buyout from Columbus, $200,000 buyout that they are dangling. And uh, head off to the city of Hilliard. You don't have to move. You get a place where there's much less crime. So uh, congratulations. I'm happy for Michael Woods. I do not know him. I have never spoken to him. But it was very obvious that when Andrew Ginther uh, demanded the resignation of Thomas Quinlan, uh, anybody who served at a high level, under Thomas Quinlan, was not going to be given serious consideration for that job. Uh, They had been there. They had done that. Ginther was certainly going to bend to the will of the 
very, very liberal leftist activists in the city. Obviously, that's how the Civilian Review Oversight Board came about. So Michael Woods never had a shot. Elaine Bryan is now the police chief. We'll see how she does. There are a few things she's done that I think are good. Uh, Coming out in support uh, of an officer recently who was uh, caught restraining someone at a speedway down on South High Street. I thought that was a good move by her. That'll inspire confidence in the division. It's not going to make up for all the bad things that Andrew Ginther has done to demoralize police morale. But my guess is uh, Michael Woods will do very well in Hilliard, and he will have many of his former officers applying to work with him. Uh, Speaking of police, uh, Columbus police were busy last night. 1,000 block of East 14th in the Linden area. They found 40, 40 spent shell casings in the roadway after getting a call just after 11 o'clock last night. Two young men, age 15 and 18, each shot in the leg. Both went to separate hospitals. So I, I, I do not know what to make of that number of shell casings and leg wounds. Thankfully, no fatalities. Thankfully. And then today, lively goings-on down at the uh, courthouse. 12.45 p.m. On Mound Street, between High and Front, a man was injured after being hit with a machete at a bus stop in downtown Columbus. Whew. A machete. That's some, uh, that's some serious business right there. Uh, remember, business owners, auiinfo.com is your key to staying in business. auiinfo.com performs a free service, many free services, actually. They provide you with HR training modules, HR counseling, and on-site, dedicated HR specialist. Julie is available anytime. See, auiinfo.com is not one of those health insurance brokerages that just answer your question and then leaves your life. No, they stay in contact with you. They are always striving to help you understand and process and follow the guidelines that come out of all the various state agencies that apply to your business. If you have a business, you and one other employee, that's a business. 50 people, that's a business. Or if you're an individual and you're looking for answers to your health insurance questions, healthcare.gov, tough website to navigate. Individuals and businesses, auiinfo.com can help you with benefits. On the business side, of course, that's benefit packages. Maybe you would like to pool your business with another business and another business and another business and on and on and on and get in a chamber of commerce plan. They can tell you how to do that, which one is the best plan for you. And save you money on your chamber fees. AUINFO.com, a great resource. Don't hesitate to go to AUINFO.com and take advantage of their free-to-you service, but they are paid by the people who you select to do business with. Now, as I said in the open of the show, it got very, very lively last night in school boards around the country. City of Nashville is instituting a mask mandate. You heard during the Salem news break that Oregon is now has an indoor mask mandate. Columbus Clippers, Ohio State University for football games this fall. Masks are making a comeback. Parents are speaking out, and they are speaking out loudly. And I don't recall a time where public education 
has been as contentious as it is now. People lived through a year where their kids were not allowed to go to school. When they were finally allowed to go back to school, if in fact they were allowed to go back to school, it was a much different environment. They never saw a classmate smile at them all year. Maybe they were hassled to put that mask up, get it over your nose. I'm sure there were some teachers who were very kind. I'm sure there were others who were not. Calculating the psychological damage to kids, I doubt we'll ever get a fair reckoning on that. Why? Because it would make the Fauci's, the Walensky's, the Biden's look bad. They're not interested in looking bad, and the people who could make them look bad with a fair accounting, not a slanted accounting, are media who fills the role of being a watchdog. Well, they're a lapdog for the Democratic Party and for the COVID fear mongers out there. But the parents are finally fed up. And the parents in Loudoun, Virginia, were trying to get in last night where they have gotten in before to protest against critical race theory. This time, the topic was masks. And so the school board, which is elected to do the will of the people, did a very immature thing. They shut the doors, and they wouldn't let the people in. They did, however, think, well, let's just let in only Loudoun County school employees. That'll be safe, right? Well, they were safe, but what happened in front of them is a clip that is making its way around the country. Uh, Listen to fifth-grade teacher Laura Morris directing the school board that employs her. My name is Laura Morris. I have been a teacher in Loudoun County Public Schools for five years and a teacher for 10. In that time, I have learned so much, being on the cutting edge of educational technology and working with a diverse population of students that I have loved. This year, I have the privilege to follow my amazing fourth graders up to fifth, and I have been excited about this all summer. On the other hand, this summer, I have struggled with the idea of returning to school knowing that I'll be working yet again with a school division that despite its shiny tech and flashy salary, promotes political ideologies that do not square with who I am as a believer in Christ. After reading about your lack of consideration for the growing population of concerned citizens in this division, clearly evidenced by this empty room tonight where you shut the doors to the public as well as the emails sent by the superintendent last year reminding me that a dissenting opinion is not allowed even to be spoken in my personal life going so far as to send a form to my colleagues and i encouraging us to fill it out if we hear one another speaking against the controversial policies being promoted by this school board and adopted in this county not only that but within the last year i was told in one of my so-called equity trainings that white christian able-bodied females currently have the power in our schools and that quote This has to change. Clearly, you've made your point. You no longer value me or many other teachers you've employed in this county. So since my contract outlines the power that you have over my employment in Loudoun County Public Schools, I thought it necessary to resign in front of you. School board, I quit. I quit your policies. I quit your trainings. And I quit being a cog in a machine that tells me to push highly politicized agendas on our most vulnerable constituents, the children. I will find employment elsewhere. I encourage all parents and staff in this county to flood the private schools. And then they cut her off. 
So that takes a lot of courage, a lot of bravery. And a lot of you are faced with that same decision. You work for hospitals, you work for companies, you're getting mandates and threats, being told you won't be eligible for raises and all that. You've got people offering you inducements to take the vaccine. Uh, how are you processing all this? What are you struggling with? I'd like to know. 844-TALK-989. 844-TALK-989 is our number. It's the Bruce Woolley Show. We shared with you last night the story of the Worthington Board of Education member who posted on his social media, Ugh! White supremacists in the room. Yes, a member of the Worthington Board of Education uh, didn't care for the fact that some citizens decided to attend a board meeting and advocate for the reinstitution of school resource officers in schools. Those are police officers, by the way. Or to talk about their feelings that masks are inappropriate for kids who are going to Worthington schools. Uh, The board member's name, who believes people who disagree with him are white supremacists, is Sam Shim. Uh, Sam is serving his second term on the Worthington Board of Education. I'm told today he is not running for re-election and that he is likely to seek a spot as Franklin County Commissioner. Now, they had an opening on the Franklin County Board of Commissioners due to a resignation. That spot was filled, and then the person that filled it was only there for like a month and a half, and they filled it again. So they will not have another election until uh, at least another year. Uh, so Sam Shim is not running for re-election, and I'm glad of that because people like him should not be serving on school boards. Uh, but he has spoken to ABC6. He did not respond to uh, my request to speak to him. Um, and while I'm sure that he would think he apologized, he really didn't. Um, Mr. Shim says he always keeps his computer open to take notes during the board meeting, and he deleted his post, which read again, white supremacists in the room. Ugh. Like, why are you even posting that on social media? You're obviously comfortable with labeling people. What if uh, somebody attending a meeting posted on their social media something about your Asian heritage, Sam Shim? What if somebody posted about a transgender person approaching the podium? My guess is that would not be excused or allowed or tolerated at all. But he doesn't get that this is such an over-the-line matter. And I frankly believe that if Worthington allows him to continue to serve the remainder of his term on its school board, then I have to question the mental acumen of the superintendent of schools and the other board members. They should insist upon his immediate resignation. Here's the explanation Sam Shim posted on his social media. This is the clarification. This is bad enough. Just so it's clear, there were older adults who espouse white supremacist beliefs in the room. I felt extremely unsafe. No kids were called white supremacists. I am deeply sorry for any confusion. So, if I am following Mr. Shim's 
deranged logic. People who disagree with him are white supremacists. People who disagree with him make him feel unsafe. And it's okay to call the parents of kids white supremacists as long as you don't call the kids white supremacists. Uh, Shim said he was talking about three people who he calls anti-vax zealots who were not wearing masks. Okay, so by that standard, how many of you are white supremacists, according to Worthington Board of Education member Sam Shim? You are anti-vax, and you are not wearing a mask. Mm, My guess is a lot of hands went up. Mr. Shim says the three people were sitting in spots reserved for staff. Were there staff members there in need of the chairs? Maybe they wanted to sit down front so you could see their faces and they could see yours and you could understand how they reacted to the things you were saying so that they conveyed their disapproval for your views. Is that possible? You could have asked the security officer to go over and ask them to move. Did they refuse? We don't know. Instead, we just go to social media and call them white supremacists. Have you ever sat in a chair you're not supposed to sit in? You, too, could be a white supremacist, according to white supremacist expert Sam Shim. (laughs) Uh, He said the people were disruptive by speaking to each other loudly. Hmm. One man's loudly is another man's softly. Uh, He said he and other board members felt threatened. Well, do you not have officers there? I would imagine you do. If you don't, that's on you. You got the people's money. Hire a a resource officer so you don't feel threatened by people who are anti-vax and not wearing masks. Uh, Shim said he made his statement, white supremacists in the room, ugh, to protect children because these people are fighting the mask mandate for K through 8th grade and vaccinations. Is it entirely possible, Mr. Shim, that they are fighting the mask mandate for K through 8th grade students and vaccinations because they know, unlike you, that 355 at most kids under 18, not just under 13, which is 8th grade age, but under 18, 355 out of 75 million in the United States have died from COVID, which is fewer, fewer than the number of kids who died from the flu the year before COVID hit. In your deep, abiding concern for children during that time period, Mr. Shim, did you bring to the attention of the Worthington Board of Education the necessity of children wearing masks in schools and getting a flu shot? I'd like to see the minutes that would prove if you did so. And Mr. Shim said one of the people spoke during the public comment section about being opposed to Worthington schools holding vaccine clinics this week. I think that's allowed. I think you're allowed to disagree with people holding vaccine clinics. I don't think that's a crime. Could you cite me the Ohio Revised Code section if it is? Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, 
Mr. Shim allows to ABC6 that he should have worded his post differently. No, you should not have posted anything. Uh, Trent Bowers is the superintendent at Worthington. Hey, Trent, you should have a free chair on that Board of Education. Time for you to appoint somebody else. And Mr. Shim, by the way, says he takes full responsibility, doesn't sound like it, for not realizing there could have been a (laughs) mix-up. Not for calling adults white supremacists, for not realizing that there could be, oh, they might think I'm talking about the kids. Well, we can't have that mix-up. Wow. Uh, That's really bad. Your kids are in the Worthington system, Kilbourne, Thomas Worthington, any of the elementary schools, junior high schools. Um, You should be writing to Trent Bowers. I'm sure his email's on their website. You should be writing to Trent Bowers demanding the resignation of Sam Shim. If any other kind of racial slur had been issued, if anybody had attacked Sam Shim for being an Asian American, which no one has, do you think it would fly? You know it wouldn't fly. So why does it fly when he does it? It shouldn't. Six o'clock hour, Aaron Bear from the uh, Center for Christian Virtue was in the lion's mouth today talking about critical race theory downtown among the woke. We'll have the details. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.